It's Low Sunday. It's Dominica in Albis. It's Quasimodo Sunday. It's Thomas Sunday. It's Divine Mercy Sunday. It's Sunday of the Octave of Easter. Welcome to the final podcast of this Easter cycle. This is Father John Zulsdorf. Our final Roman station of the octave is San Pancrazio on the Janiculum Hill. The basilica was built by Pope Symmachus in the early 6th century at the burial place of St. Pancras, a 14-year-old martyr in 304 AD after his conversion to Christianity. Beneath the basilica is a vast catacomb. St. Pancras was an orphan from modern-day Turkey, but raised in Rome by a noble family. At 14, he converted, which enraged the emperor Diocletian, who threatened him with death if he didn't recant. In this, the young man is the male counterpart to the early Roman virgin martyrs. He was beheaded on the 4th of May in 304 and buried in the catacomb on the top of the Janiculum, named after the god Janus. Very quickly, the cult of St. Pancratius grew up in Rome. From Eastertide, day by day by, yes indeed, Father Patrick Troadec. Like most of the Jews, the pilgrims of Emmaus were expecting Jesus to restore the temporal kingdom of Israel. They were hoping that he would make them prosperous and powerful in the world. The object of their hope was not God, but goods that perish. Their hope did not cling to meriting the happiness of heaven, but to enjoying here below the goods of this world. They had not understood that Jesus came to earth to deliver them, not from slavery to men, but from slavery to their own sins. They had not grasped that he had promised them happiness not in this world, but in the world to come. In a word, they had transposed into the temporal domain what Jesus had told them of the spiritual kingdom. We, too, hope in God, but very often we pray to him so that he will arrange things according to our views, rather than praying to him to help us submit to his own manner of seeing. Too often we are prisoners of our own judgment and of our own will. We have a hard time accepting another manner of thinking, another manner of seeing, another manner of acting than our own. And since God leads us towards himself by paths that are unforeseen, or even contrary to what we anticipate, we have a hard time letting ourselves be led. We have a hard time accepting the setbacks, the surprises that pepper our lives. Like the disciples of Emmaus, we have a tendency to be impatient with the cross. The Son of God had foretold to them that he would rise again on the third day. That third day had not yet ended, and already they are full of impatience. They leave Jerusalem to return home. They should have at least have waited until the next day to leave, but no, in their precipitation they are blind. Rather than waiting in peace, they worry, they work themselves up and become discouraged. And so let us take from their story that we are not the ones who determine the shape of our crosses. If we want to taste the graces of God, we have to prepare ourselves through patience. Let us be patient before God just as he is patient with us. And by clinging to hope, we will preserve charity.
Thank you for listening to these podcasts. Please pray for me, as I will for you.